This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome back to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition. Thanks so much for joining us. I know we were gone on Monday, but uh, we had a family issue, so we welcome back on uh, here on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could have a chance, we have a lot of new listeners. Make sure you hit the subscribe button in your preferred podcast application, whatever that might be. Uh, it's the best way we can get into your inbox every Monday and Thursday. Ariel, you're holding a, a box full of criminals, but they happen to be the feline variety. Yeah, the feline variety. So we have cat <laughs> crimes in front of us. Yeah, this is a game from Think Fun. Uh, it says eight plus, but our seven year olds playing this and without think, any issue. Think Fun is a is a is a basically a company that we've talked about before on yeah, a lot of games, a lot like of money bags things. and things of that nature. Uh, money bags is actually learning resources. Learning resources. I always get the two confused. Yeah, Think Fun's got a lot of good stuff though too, yeah. and you know a bit more on the. Um, a bit more on the the learny side yeah. than the the just pure game side. So I really like Think Fun products. Uh, this is a single player game, and this is a logic game. We actually got this for our daughter for Christmas. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so this is a one player game, and you have a series of cats who have committed some crimes. Tough criminals. Tough criminals. So like, um, <clears throat> who tangled the yarn or? Um, who let the bird, you know, who let the bird out of the cage or maybe ate the bird? I don't know. There's a missing bird. The is bird there, is missing. Is there a milk one? Uh, no, there's who spilled the coffee. Oh, there you go. Uh, who, who um, typed this, uh, this crazy nonsense on my computer and walked across my keyboard? <laughs> yeah. So, so there's who, basically. Who clawed me in the middle of the night on my calf? <laughs> so there are, uh, six crimes that could have yep. been committed. Um, and then. So you basically have a table and around the table are six locations with this item, whether it's the shoes that could be a who scratched the shoes or the bird cage or whatever. So there's all these these six around the table and they're set up so that there's one on either end and then two on each side, kind of like a dining room table, yep, essentially. Gotcha. This is a rug, not a table, but you know, it kind of looks like that. And next to each item, there is there's two different clues. There's like maybe a cat toy and some catnip or there's... Um, a, a ball and a paw print or whatever. Okay. There's two like identifiers next to each. For... Those are clues okay. and they're next to each of these. So what happens is, and then there are six cats. Um, so what happens is you draw, there's 40 different challenge cards and on the card, it reads you a little thing about, we need to figure out who, you know, who's responsible for the missing bird. So you take a little token um, that has the empty bird cage and you put it over the spot where the bird is on the, the, the rug. So you okay. know where the crime's been committed. And then the card gives you a bunch of clues and it's all a logic game. So they'll say like, okay, yeah, who swallowed the fish? Oh, so they don't mince words about where the fish went. Um, so like, okay, so then the cats all have different names and the cats have different attributes. So you can read about the cats too. But so this is a, a beginner one I'll read to you. It says, Ginger was sitting in front of the birdcage. Okay, so you so we're trying to figure out who did the fish. Ginger's in front of the birdcage. Um, Tomcat is sitting to Ginger's right. Okay. So maybe who's on the right or left. Um, let's see, Pipsqueak was sitting across from Tomcat. Mr. Mittens was sitting in front of a mouse cat toy. Okay. Now those clues that that are on either side of the, you know, the the identifying spot at the rug, 
there's a two sets of those clues. So there's two cat toys okay. in two different, okay, there's two paw prints. So just by, because it says the ball doesn't necessarily mean it's that location. It could be one of two okay. locations for all of the clues. They all have two locations. And you're, and you're like trying to gather up these, these clues in order to deduce. Right. So okay. you're trying, so you're basically trying to place each cat at the table or at the rug. So you can come up with who was in the criminal spot. Okay. And whichever cat was in the criminal spot is the one that committed the crime. So, so it's, it's a little bit more advanced version of kind of like like a guess who type of thing where there's, kind a, lot, of. there's a lot more deductive reasoning. There's a lot more deductive. I mean, in the beginning, it's really easy, right? Who ruined the shoes? Okay, Mr. Mittens and Pipsqueak were upstairs sleeping. So they weren't even there. Tomcat was sitting in front of the catnip and the sock. There's only yeah. one location that has both of those clues. Sassy sitting across from Tomcat. So you oh, know sure. exactly where she is. Ginger was sitting next to the fishbowl. And the way that the thing is, there's only one spot. And Duchess was sitting to the left of Sassy. So this is really good. It says left and right, but this is all logic. That's like a beginner one. And, and so when you're playing this, you're reading these clues to our daughter. Right. And she's having to sit there and like wonder, you know, right. And so she goes step by step and goes, okay, if I know this piece of information, then I'm going to put this cat here. And then I read the next piece of information. Obviously your child could read this to themselves if they already know. So that was a beginner level one. Let me read you one of the expert level ones. Sassy was either sitting across from Tomcat or in front of a mouse, but not both. Okay. Pipsqueak was sitting two seats from a cat with white paws. Ginger is not sitting next to a cat wearing a bow. A cat with blue eyes is sitting in front of a catnip, right? A cat with stripes is sitting in front of a sock. And Ginger is sitting across from Pipsqueak. So as you get into the expert ones, what we found, we did one expert card. Actually, our daughter was able to get it. What you find in the expert cards is that the kids are going to have to make a guess. Sometime early on, they're going to have to say, okay, I'm going to guess that this this is this one. And then they're going to go through the rest of the clues. And maybe their guess gets validated and all the clues work, or maybe at some point we get to our fourth or fifth clue and go, it doesn't work anymore. Okay, let's roll back and go back to that assumption we made and let's switch it to the other, one of two possibilities, right? It's it's holding the various paths in your head and trying to figure out, okay, walking through each step. So if you're into like a STEM coding type of logic uh, problem solving, this is a great game for a child who's looking to develop those type of skills or who who you may you may notice that they're good at these type of skills. Right. I think this is really great yeah. to help kids think through logic. We got a couple of logic workbooks that we tried with our daughter and they just they weren't yeah. great. They were kind of a little bit weird because actually like a lot of times like, like not not to say that they were difficult but they were just so ambiguous that right. it was hard or strange, to know. Right. strange like d- they had different exercises in them where yeah. it was like even us as parents was like I don't, it huh? could be that one the way it's read like the way the wording's you know put right. into the problem I was like I I could choose either one of these. I don't know which right. one it is. Like if some of you have done Torchlight Pre-K and you've done the socks like pants thing, you yep. know. That's you know what we're talking about. Stuff like that where you're like as an adult I'm not sure how to interpret what they've asked me. I'm sure the logic's not that difficult, but I'm not exactly sure what's being asked because they switch yeah. the exercises so much. What's nice about this is it's just very straightforward, right? It's, it's those people who were uh, fired for writing terrible multiple choice questions. I mean, right. really, they, some they, of them are just like... They, they went on to write those books. Yeah, I think that you're being purposely obtuse, right? We're engineers. We should be able to get this. So so the, the cat crimes comes with a little uh, 
book that tells you how to play, but it also comes with these suspect bios that tells you the age of each cat, the breed, the height, the weight, and they can be identified by either long hair or white paws or whatever. So when they say one with a bow tie, obviously the cats have pictures. You could just look at them, but you can also read their little uh, suspect dossiers here (laughs) and find out about them. So yeah, it's really... It's a really great game because it's not it's not overly complex and it starts out from your your very beginner levels. I think there's uh um it might be three or four levels in the game. Let's see, okay. four levels. There are four so different levels a lot of, of play, cards. A lot of playability that you can come back to and, and replay and absolutely. And move on. Yeah, and you know it could be fun as an it's adult. One of these games that has like the challenge cards. We've seen this with the the maze games that we have, mm-hmm. the gravity maze, the laser maze, those type of things where they're trying to solve a problem. And I believe those are all Think Fun games. Oh wow! So there's a nice little comment. Yeah, there. I think those are all Think Funs. So, um, and and same thing with Roller Coaster Challenge. That's yep. another Think that's Fun. So one. this is kind of a, a staple of what they do. There is a Dog Crimes as well that oh. I've heard of that is probably really good. I've heard of this for a long time and I really wanted to try it. And I w- was waiting until our daughter was old enough to understand yeah. it. I think this is great. There's four different levels, so you can just start really easy if you want. Um, and our daughter got a real sense of accomplishment. Every time I'd read something, she'd have to be like, okay. She'd think for a second. All right, if he's there, that must mean he's here. You know, right. you could see her were like really the gears, it, yeah. like everything well, locking into place. And, and something that we like to play with a, a gaming couple that we we play with pretty often uh, are the unlocked games. And I don't know if people oh, we love those. have played those, but it is a you know problem solving uh, you know, maze. Sometimes it's maze uh, designed, but it's really just taking these cards and figuring out a puzzle in front. And a lot of times there's reasoning and you got to think through the clues that you're given. I have a feeling if we play enough of these that one day we'll be able to welcome her into the, those games, I think, really, really Absolutely. Soon, yeah. I mean, those games, a lot of those games are about noticing things. Yeah. They're not purely about just But putting... there's a lot of the problem solving when you're trying to do the gears and the, and the machines there and is. things of that nature. There's a pattern that you're trying I to I love remember. these early yeah. logic games. I think that they're really great as you just kind of work through, you know, the games like Gravity Maze or Laser Maze or yeah. Roller Coaster Challenge, exactly. which are all really great. And we have talked about all those on the show because they're all great. Um, those Mastermind are all kind as of... Well. Mastermind. Those are all kind of spatial games. I like this because it's purely for our daughter. She, you know, your your child could either read and have to interpret, which I think is really great for comprehension and yeah. stuff. Or for our daughter, we're reading and she's got a auditory. She has to listen to it, process it, and then place it and down. Also remember the steps and and the patterns and and the clues that she's been given. Right. So I think you could do this multiple ways. For uh, you know, a younger child, you could say. Okay, we're gonna what I like what I do, I read step by step and after each step she makes a decision. For an older child, mm. I think it could be really fun to read them all. Yeah, right. And then say, and go. Right? Yeah, right. They'd have to keep in their mind six different clues about, okay, so I'm keeping in my mind, I think it's there, I think it's there. You know what I mean? And then place it on the board. Yeah. That could be really fun too. I think that'd be a good challenge. That's a good way to play it. Um but you know, our daughter really loved this. I think it's a great, simple logic game. If you have a seven, eight year old, I think this would play great up to 10 11 i mean i i don't see any reason or 12 i I mean i don't see any reason why it wouldn't play well it's a it's a fun game so i think you should definitely check out uh cat crimes by think fun thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey please engage with us on social media join our homeschool together podcast group on facebook and find us at homeschool together podcast on instagram We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!